Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. <clears throat> I am thrilled to be here today. I'm on Smith Island with Phoenix Hi. and <laughs> and Toulouse. And uh, we're getting ready to catch the boat this morning. It's supposed to be running. It's going to be a rough ride because it's very windy, uh, but I'm excited. Uh, I love the boat ride all the time, whether it's rough or not, because the rough rides are kind of exciting too. Got to actually do some uh, little bit of work to stand the seat. Now today, I'd like to talk about this idea. It was funny because I read a really old channel I did from 2020, and it was talking about prayer. And then I remembered this film I watched with Phoenix last night called The Golden Compass. And I really wanted to see The Golden Compass again because I felt like it gave some hints of what's going on and um, and just, I don't know, really cool stuff in it. So it was a, a movie about free will, which if you saw it and don't remember that, it might be a great time to rewatch re it. But uh, it's a battle for free will and interesting like there was this golden compass in it that she received from uh someone who cared about her family or her oh all the releasing this morning that's what yawning is releasing screaming crying i've got tears and 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 i'm yawning lots of releasing and that's what smith island is about for me too big time my whole life i'm always releasing now but I didn't used to release so much. And now there's like almost so much expansion that there's a constant shedding of the old. And just as our breath detoxes us, you know, and the yawning is taking in a lot of oxygen and really decompressing. Just as it gives off, you know, toxins, it's also giving off the old whatever like we're we're shedding not just physical toxins but emotional toxins and mental toxins so we have to let those go and what better way than to have all these release mechanisms like screaming and crying and um yelling and uh all of it yawning you know all of it so um also throwing up that's a, a viable one <laughs> one i don't like to participate in too often okay so back to this idea that this little girl she's given this golden compass right and she could use it and what what um really fascinated me watching this film this time where i didn't catch this the other time was that the golden compass operates just as our own inner compass operates. <laughs> Go figure. So you ask it a question, and the guy was very specific that she had to let go of um, any sort of idea. Like she had to be in the state of, of letting go to receive the answer. She couldn't like push it or force it or, or demand it or look for it. She had to just allow it to come. 
Sounds awfully familiar, don't you think? Um, Because that's how we do our own inner guidance work. So we ask a question and then we let go and allow ourselves to envision the answer. And we feel it out. Now, are you wondering what I mean when I say we feel it out? Because um, the way I feel out answers is I imagine things happening and then I feel for resonance in that. I feel for like yes in it. I feel for like a eh, you know, eh, that doesn't quite fit. And that is how I do my navigating. And so um, right now I'm thinking of the next month and I'm thinking of possible outcomes and how they feel. And do I follow this one? Do I follow that one? Do I follow that one? And I feel them out to feel which feels most on point. And yesterday I spoke to Phoenix about one of those outcomes because it felt like it had a lot more yes to it than the other ones. So very cool. Very, very cool. And I, you know, it's just, we can do that with everything. I mean, you do it regardless whether you realize it with your clothing, when you dress in the morning, it's very subtle and you've been doing it for so long that you don't notice it, but it's the same mechanism for choosing a job. It's the same, but we give those more weight. Now, if we didn't give them more weight and we just allowed them to be like the next outfit, it would be easy peasy. We wouldn't question it. When it, I don't question things anymore when it comes to money. Say um, there was two choices on a menu and the only choice that resonated with my yumminess was the higher priced one. I would be fine with that. And just as well, if it was the lower priced one, I would be fine with that. You know, because I can remember a time where if I knew someone else was buying a meal, I might, <laughs> I, I might... Um, splurge and get something I normally wouldn't afford. Um, whereas by myself, I might, you know, do the opposite. But now I find what resonates for me. And that's what I do regardless of the money, because I know that when I stay on that high frequency resonance of what is in alignment with who I am in this moment, that more of that good comes. And that is really the the point right there is it it's like to stop giving things all this um you know yes um like high value low value what if the value was just yes or no what if the value was just yes this serves the highest good of all yes this is what i'm feeling the power in and what if you have two yeses but one's a bigger yes hello use the bigger yes so this is um a great tool and that's the confirmation side of it but as with the golden compass idea, it's this idea that when we let go of some sort of uh, preconceived idea of how to control the outcomes, we can see many outcomes and then we can feel into them. We can see many possibilities and they're kind of all going the same direction. The outcomes become the same, but a little bit more releasing. What is it with this island? My goodness. So much releasing. And I've got to tell you, I am just so, so grateful that I was able to do the podcast again. And it's thanks to my little Phoenix helping out with the morning getting out the door stuff 
that I've been able to do this. So that is really wonderful. So uh, the youth hostel has been activated. We're putting the word out, and we have people coming next week. So the youth hostel is one of the retreat center buildings, which operates also in its off time when it's not <clears throat> when it's not holding retreats. It's a high frequency space for travelers. So we call it a youth hostel, just as the ones in Europe are youth hostels that also house adults. But um, it is. Uh, you know, beds and rooms for rent. How fun. <laughs> and I just, I can't even tell you yesterday when I was working around and it just came together so effortlessly and beautifully and it's happening. Like it is all happening. These spaces are just blossoming in like record time. So uh, Wednesday this week, I get the electric turned on and I'm working on the water, so that will be that will be uh, the two big clinchers for over at the mermaid house, and then we'll have that going. Ah, so you know, like even with um, electric and all of these things, it's it would be easy to be stressed about things out here on an island where nothing happens as simple as it does on the mainland. But uh, I've made a practice of not like getting flustered over any of it. And this is awesome. Like to be able to um, not get upset not and just flow and just allow. And sometimes I have to let something rest a while to get an answer. And that's different than the mainland. You know, like when, <laughs> I remember when um, at my house, my first house here, when we went to turn on the water for the entire house, it leaked everywhere. So we shut it off and then we put a clawfoot tub out in the yard and we hauled in buckets of water to flush the toilet and we lived that way for a couple of years and it was fine. And it didn't dawn on me that there was, um, well, it did dawn on me that there was other solutions, but we figured... Steve would fix it when he had time, and until then, we would just make do. And it was the viable, and it was the, like, a live solution. Now, prior to that, I had been living on a tractor trailer. So even having a toilet in a house was an upgrade. You know, like, I was hauling water on a truck. That was nothing new. <laughs> we, we hauled water to live in our truck, and um, we didn't have a bath uh, at our home. So that was an upgrade, even though it was outside. Um, so it just, I was very happy with that. Now, had, um, that not been acceptable or maybe I, yeah, had I deemed it not acceptable and I wanted a, a different answer, then I would have sought that out and we would have possibly had found a plumber, although I can't remember there being one per se on the island at that time, um, or that I would have afforded it. So it was like this wonderful place where I have these stories to tell about taking baths in my backyard. And I remember it so clearly because it wasn't just one time. So I remember seeing my shadow. Um, one of my neighbors, a couple doors down, had this really bright light. And at night, it would cast my shadow on the wall of the house on the other side of my of, of my house. And uh, that was kind of fun to see my shadow when I took a bath <laughs> outside like a theater. There were just little things, you know, soaping up to keep the mosquitoes off 
and being able to relax and enjoy. And the tub was always cold. So this was a summer thing. This uh, bathing outside was a summer thing for sure. Definitely not happening in the fall or winter. Wow. So where in your life are you thinking like, something has to change and are you being open to the possibilities for it so that you can feel into them where in your life are you asking questions but you're afraid of the answers so could you let go of the fear long enough to receive like an answer that is a match for who you are and what would it look like so these are the little steps we want to take now and yeah just start to be more kind and gentle and less demanding and less fearful of what is coming because there is so much amazing coming. And I really want you to grab your, your <clears throat> harness, I should say, harness. Harness your fear because what's coming, there's no room for fear. And you want to be in the best place possible to meet the right pot people at the right time, to have the, the right uh, guidance, you know. And guidance is always a match for the frequency you're at. So if you're in fear, you're going to get a fear-based guidance. So we want to release that fear. A great series of books to read is the, um, oh my gosh, I won't even remember the name, um, Celestine Prophecy, because it talks about the guy learning to harness his fear in there too. Oh, it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So I feel like we did cover a lot in such a short time this morning, but it does feel very good. So um, the food forest is doing great. It's holding up with all this water. Uh, the tide's up this morning. The wind's up this morning. But life is so, so, so good. So have a wonderful day. Enjoy every single moment. Mm-hmm. Bye now. For joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is gemma Fawcett, host of that happiness show